Hey everybody, hopefully you are doing well. I have a topic I want to cover, so I'm going to just jump on. I know I haven't been on in a while, so hopefully technology will support me and not will be my friend this time. I want to talk tonight about traps, being vigilant for them, keeping your eye out for traps from various locations and ways to deal with that and hopefully that will be an interesting topic to uh, to listen to. So on that, hopefully everyone is having an outstanding evening tonight. Things have been kind of interesting lately and trying to get into my new groove or try to start my new groove. So uh, hopefully you will bear with me on that and we can just jump into it. So let me press some buttons and see how things are going. Hopefully, it looks like I got a couple people here. So, outstanding. Standing for that. So, anyways, trap. Let's see, how am I going to do this? I'm going to try this. Traps. Basically, it's a trap. That whole thing. Th these people do not stop. And even if you have a, a lull in the drama, unfortunately until we can completely escape these people, and it's not easy, you have to be prepared mentally that something might occur. And I've been talking to a few people lately, and this has been an issue that has been coming up with, with uh, work and family members, with exes, even with their kids. And that is what we are going to talk about, talk about today. So if I can hit the right buttons, so, and that's not working. There we go. Okay. Like I said, it's been coming up a lot. All right. So, all right. Just to be clear, narcissistic, toxic people are everywhere. You are going to find them in your personal life. You're going to find them at work. You're going to find them at, you know, with your, your spouse, you'll find traits and stuff like that, probably within your children. So this topic and these things we're going to talk about tonight cover are, are usable in all of those, those scenarios. And, you know, obviously for most people on this channel, the, <clears throat> excuse me, primarily we're talking about it in regards to spouses and high conflict divorces. But these people follow the same patterns. I swear they all are subscribed to the same you know, the same book club, and they're reading from the same script. Now, even if people at work, if there's somebody who's toxic, and they're, they've decided to uh, focus their attention on you, then you have to be aware of that and understand the reality of what that means. And, and what, I, what I'm talking about in that, let me go back over here, vigilant for traps, so primarily it's the reacting and falling for their bait. Now I have seen this, I mean, at work, I'm sure everyone's experienced that. You have somebody who's typically the way that works is they start bad mouthing you. They start talking bad about you. And that's where the trap is kind of set. And then they've set into motion something where they're expecting you to respond and react in a particular way typically so that it reinforces whatever story 
that they're trying to do. Like at work, and I'll and I'll start with a work thing, and I know you're like, wait a minute, I'm not here for work stuff, but it's it this whole thing dovetails right in with toxic family members, toxic exes, and even whenever your kids are ultimately being used used as uh, as weapons of war. Oh, I shouldn't have said that this early in the video. I'm sure YouTube will not enjoy that. But anyways, for people who are watching the video, if you're on Spotify listening to this podcast, then they don't care and it's not a big deal. <laughs> Some platforms are just different. <laughs> anyways, so at work, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you to, they're setting a trap, waiting for you to respond in a way so that then they could turn around and say, see... I said that Dwayne was, uh, you know, was an angry person and responded in a certain way. And people are like, oh, wow, yeah, you're right. You know, and then they start, you start actively working in your own demise. Now with your children, that same thing happens. Your ex will push the buttons, expect, you know, little Timmy to see, see like in my situation, daddy respond away. Then it's like, oh, it's so sad that they act like that. It's, if, if only they, they just weren't so angry, you know, just completely discounting the fact that you get lit on fire and, uh, you know, you're responding in a way that probably would be incredibly natural. But the, the important part of that is that you have to slow yourself down. And I have seen so many people, so many people that I'm friends with, so many people that I've worked with through the channel, absolutely at work, that do not understand that they're being baited, that they're falling for a trap. They react to it and they don't slow themselves down enough to be able to recognize like, hey, wait a minute, something's, something's going on here and I need to be extra careful of what's happening. Now, what I've seen, especially recently with a couple of folks, and this is a, it's a prime example of how, and I'm going to get into this later into this, but, but how they switch things around and try something new. And, and I did have this experience where and the, 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 the broad topic I'll use is a conversation where the ex comes up to you and says, oh, uh, Dwayne, I need to tell you something. Little, little Timmy says he wants to, to self-delete and, and go on a rampage. And you're not expecting it. And I, like I said, I had a, a buddy of mine who just recently had to deal with this. You know, and you freak out. I freaked out. I made some nine, not 911 calls, but I like called the child psychologist, therapist. I'm like, oh my God, I was just told this. And I'm freaking out. And I did not in that moment realize, let me go back over to this. I did not realize that it was a trap, that it was a topic being blown out of proportion on a, on a topic slash scenario that I absolutely would respond to, to get a reaction. I mean, in retrospect, I mean, this happened years ago, like seven, eight years ago. God, maybe in, yeah, I think about seven, eight years ago in my personal situation. And uh, it was, I mean, talk about being, it, it being, utilized, you know, basically used as a weapon. And 
I fell for the trap. I had a weird conversation with the ex. So she was able to get a rise out of me out of that. I immediately called, like I mentioned earlier, the child psychologist saying, oh my God, this was said. And, and they're like, you know what? We're seeing him in a couple of days. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And I couldn't believe that. I'm like, what? And I just, I didn't get it. Right. And then when I finally had my child in my care, I had a conversation and I said, hey, little buddy, I understand that you're saying this thing and, and if it's, if you're saying it and it is absolutely true, then fine, we'll have to do some things. And, and, you know, there's recourses and consequences as a result of that. But if you're just angry and you're making comments like this, you really got to be careful what you say because kids don't understand. And it was crazy because a, a friend of mine who was just dealing with this literally like a month or so ago had the exact same exact same scenario actually it was a little worse but you know the same thing and then it was like you know as we were debriefing on it you know it was kind of like oh my god I was played I was you know it wasn't that serious but the ex used it as an opportunity to to light a fire and get a reaction and it was two-phase it was to get a reaction and to also set a set a bomb with the child. So he, you know, I mean, so their relationship almost got lit on fire because of this. And it was like he he was able to look at it and go, holy crap, this was orchestrated. This was never serious. Yes, some of the things that were said were actually said, but it was all taken out of context and then weaponized against, against this particular individual. And, uh, and they fell for it. Now, fortunately, they realized it, ultimately, not, <clears throat> you know, within the next 12 hours, re recognized it, was able to kind of work, back work it, resolve it. And again, this was in this particular scenario, not my scenario, but the other scenario, the one that just recently happened, there was a trip getting ready to get planned. And this absolutely was a ploy to try to sabotage that whole experience. And it's one of those things you've got to be incredibly careful about. You've got to be vigilant on. And the other thing is, and this is where it kind of ties into it, and I mentioned this a little earlier, is they will absolutely try multiple angles, new angles to, that, that you probably aren't expecting to see if they can still get, get a reaction out of you. Now, the way this typically works is you find a scenario and you're like, okay, I got their number. I understand what they're doing. When they do this, when they do A, I got it. Well, then they try B and you're not ready for it. You're like, oh crap. Okay, so then you figure that out. Like, all right, I got it. And then they try something else. And again, it ties back to uh, this little, this one right here, reacting and falling for their bait. They are trying to get you to react and respond in the way they think you're going to respond so that they can weaponize it. This happens, like I said, people, toxic people at work will do this exact thing. Toxic exes who probably have personality disorders 
will do this same thing. I know we have a, a pile of people on the channel who have family members, brothers, sisters, moms, dads, whatever, who fall into this category, and they will try a different technique to get a rise out of you, a lot of times with the smear campaign and whatnot, to, to be able to control your emotions. And these effing people get their narcissistic supply off the fact that they were able to push your buttons. If they can take their bony little finger and go, boop, and you jump or you do something that, they that, they are, that they're expecting you to do, or respond in a negative way, or basically where they get that emotional hit. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. I'll say emotional hit where they feel like, yes, I still have the ability to affect their mood. I know all of us, I would assume, can relate to the fact that, uh, hold on, I got to turn on my chat thing here because I forgot to do that. Uh, can exp sorry i lost completely lost my train of thought there but the whole thing is can they control your emotions can they still sneak under your defenses get under your your boundaries and your barricades and whatnot and push a button to get you to respond and the really sad part about this, and this is what I'll, I'll, I'll summarize the main part of this, this topic, and then we'll just get into the, dis the, the discussion points where we can chat with you guys, is they want that emotional control over your emotions. And what I was going to say is you probably can look back and remember a time where you would be in a good mood. You would come home happy. You'd be like, had a great day at work, feeling excited, excited to share your victory point or just that you had a good day. And then it's like a fight breaks out at home or uh, something happens to where you just, you, it just all goes away and you feel like, what the hell happened? Took me a long time to realize that, that, that it was like, no, you know, that, that the underlying thing was, no, wait a minute, you don't get to be happy unless I let you be happy. You don't get to just be happy on your own. Oh, no, no, no. And I, I mean, I hate to say it. I felt for that. I've, <laughs> let's see, I fell for that trap for my entire marriage. So two decades. Uh, but then again, I was conditioned for it growing up. That was the normal scenario. I mean, so you just get accustomed to it. You get accustomed to subtle put downs. You get you get accustomed to accustomed to things just kind of falling apart. Watch out for the traps. You got to be vigilant. You have to keep your eyes open. It sucks because, especially when you're in the early parts of this, it just feels like, oh my God, I'm never going to escape this. Well, that is not true. You will escape this. You will get your life back. I mean, this I've been around. This channel's been around a long time. Watch the old content. Look at the comments on people uh, of the comments from people. Uh, you know, I've seen in real time in real time over the years, people come in and take their lives back, take their life back. 
get out from underneath the the drama and the chaos that is brought into it. And uh, um, I mean, you got to be vigilant on it. And and there you go. So that was the main topic that I wanted to hit today. And I see we have a few people in here. So I'm going to attempt to try to highlight some comments and see what's going on. I see Tiffany's here. Says, hello, all. Says, how have you been? I have been really... Well, okay. I've been good. There's a lot of stuff going on. But it's, uh, it's again, it's, a, it's one of those... It's not a constant battle, but it's one of those things you have to keep your guard up. I can just say it. I can put it that way. Heather says, hi, everyone. Hello to you. Dan Ski says, Dwayne, thank you for taking the time to do a live stream. Hey, thank you for tuning in. I mean, I am so remiss in doing these things that, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you guys aren't expecting it and I don't, and I, and I appreciate the fact that you saw it, you clicked on it and you are here. Pepe, Pepe, <laughs> Pepe D nuts. Oh dear God. Uh, anyway, says, Hey DSC, how have you been? I've been pretty good, man. I, I always like, I always enjoy seeing you on the live stream. So thank you so much for, uh, for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, you say, I always find any behavior that deviates from their consistent OS is a trap almost every time. Yeah, you know, the reality is, and, and Pepe, you're, you're hitting a great point on this. Unfortunately, when someone exposes who they are and you finally, I mean, there is a period of time where you don't really want to accept it and you kind of fight it. But you have to listen to yourself whenever you finally are like, oh, crap, this is a toxic person. They might even have a personality disorder and they follow these patterns of behavior and I have to expect that they are going to do it. They're going to consistently be toxic and they've demonstrated to me multiple times that even when they do try or not try, when they do try a new, well, try, gosh darn it, I'm confusing myself. When they try something new, it more than likely is a new technique to accomplish the same goal that they've always had. I, in the early days, I did fall for this a handful of times. There were a few times where I'm like, oh, cool. Finally, things have calmed down. Finally, we, the stupidity is going to be finished and we are going to get to a consistent area where it will be, be great. Now, it, for people who, are, who come to this channel and your ex demonstrates that what I just said is true and is, a, is real, then consider yourself lucky Enjoy that, you know, the mature ex of, that you that you have, and you and your kids, and you know, both of you, everyone's lives will be enhanced by minimizing the drama. For the rest of us, once they start demonstrating, like even what Pepe is saying here, once the behavior maybe deviates from norm, but it but it still is ultimately trying to accomplish the same toxic goal. You have to believe and accept this is the way it is going to be. It is not going to change. Even if it does change, even if they finally find God, hit rock bottom, something happens and they decide to change, let them experience that change goodness with someone else and keep them as far away from you as possible as you possibly can. I, I understand that with us, with kids, that's oftentimes not really possible, but, you know, that's what you have to do. Let's see here. AK says, on the other... Uh, oh, the other relentless pursuit of narcissistic supply. Too bad for my ex-narc. I can smell a trap from miles away. That is great to hear, AK. Uh, and I'm glad to hear that. And, and I'm, I'm 
I'm bummed when I have people who I who are friends of mine who understand what they're dealing with and still find themselves in the trap. Now, fortunately, most of them are like, ah, oh, crap. I fell for it again, you know. And but it's but it's weird. They use emotions. I have a, a another another uh, a, a long time friend of the show who's dealing with some scenarios with their uh, their ex and their child. And these people will 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 weaponize children and use them to get close to you to basically take the spear and just go and stick it right in your heart. And it's freaking tough. I tumblers. Hey, man, says, hey, DSD. Hey to you. <laughs> oh, Dansky says, DSD, quote, these people <laughs> shaking my head. I have I how many times have I said these people in this video? Hardum, Hardimus, man, good to see you, man. I I, I was uh, I think I saw you pop up on either Instagram or Facebook. Hope you are doing well. Says they are addicted to drama. They, yes, it's like blood for a vampire. They need drama to survive and to thrive. It is the most. I mean, all of us know this. It is the most bizarre experience in the world because I think every one of us here doesn't want drama, wants it to go away. We're like sick of it. But these people love drama. They need it. They seek it out. And if they can't find it, they create it. Now, I will mention there is a phase, and I actually had a comment on this in one of my older videos. There is a period for us when we've been living in drama so long that when we escape it, it feels so unnatural that the drama isn't there that we will actually look for it ourselves, right? And then that also kind of dovetails. It doesn't, dovetails not the right word. It also plays into this because then we start feeling like, well, people, you know, narcissistic people need drama. That's what they say. And I find myself looking for drama. So am I? There's a detox period to where you have to um, get past that. It was hard for me. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, when things started getting peaceful, it there was a lot of stuff that came crashing down. Two things happened. One, when the drama's not there in your own life, you start to feel like something's wrong, right? So that's one phase of this that's, that's, that sucks and it's not fun. The other phase of this that also happens is if you're not like, you know, okay, where's drama? I need drama. And you're almost trying to create drama. There's also the phase that whenever your, your, your mind feels finally safe and you find it's like coming back from a war, right? You know, the people who are in a war zone, they deal with it, they come back and then the PTSD hits them there. It's the same thing. It's like when you're in the fight, your mind and your heart and your subconscious is putting up defensive barriers to protect you. So you're not dealing with a lot of stuff. And then once you finally feel safe, and I've seen this, I've seen this a lot. This happened to me and I've seen it a lot with people on, that I've worked with on the channel and uh, I've made some videos on it and I've had people comment like, oh my God, this has exactly happened to me. And what I'm getting at is, is that you get to a point where everything starts coming crashing down and you feel like your whole life is blowing apart and that there's something seriously wrong with you because you're like, oh my God, I've made it through this catastrophe. Things are finally stable. 
I should be happy. I should be like, you know, skipping down the road and I'm the most depressed. I'm the most, uh, you know, just my whole life is spiraling out of control. And what's happening is, is you finally feel safe, right? You finally feel safe. And that's when, uh, <laughs> that's when, that's when uh, it hits you. And I'm laughing because I had a real world experience on this. And I'm going to see if I can pull this up. I got to figure out how to do this. Uh, I had a real world experience on this. Uh, last week, I ended up taking myself, I had some stuff going on, I just needed a break. So I went out to, hold on, <clears throat> try to pull this up. I went out to, okay, I just got to show you this because this is cool. Isn't that a nice picture of my truck? I like that picture. And I'm now I'm messing up things over here on, on my my software. Okay. I hit the wrong button. Okay. That's not, that's not what I was going to show you. I apologize for being a knucklehead. What I want to show you is, and I posted this on my, my Instagram and for, for people who aren't familiar, I have an Instagram that's not related. It's, it's got the same name, DSD Dwayne. Um, but I do not do channel stuff. It's all camping stuff. I know that's, that's a bait and switch. And I hope that doesn't bother you, but I want to, I got to show you. This. Okay. This is what I want to show you. This is, this is what I want to show you. Let me see if I can, if I can make this, if I can get this to work right. And I'm going to move this over and I'll just do, let's see, make sure I'm not doxing myself, which I don't think I am. Okay. I'm not sure if the sound is going to work, but I'm going to pull this up and I'm going to hit play. This is me and my truck up in the mountains, about four hours away from my house about two hours down a, a dirt, uh, uh, an off-road trail. And there was a sign before this that said water crossing. And I've seen videos of people going over the water crossing. And it looks great. And no one ever has any issues. Uh, let, me, let me know if you can hear the, if you can hear the sound. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going for it. What can go wrong? This is cool. Oh, crap. That wasn't cool. All right. I'll get out of it. Huh. My tires are spinning. My back tires are spinning. I'm not moving. My engine's steaming. Oh, crap. I'm like, all right. I'm going to back up. Maybe I'll back up. If I back up, I should. Maybe I can get out. I drop back into the hole. Traction control says, oh, you're spinning. Shuts down the engine, slows it down. Fortunately, I remember to hit the traction control button and then I, I back right out. Okay, I'm doing okay. Right now, I mean, I'm, I'm like, oh crap, oh crap. And it's gonna stop here in a second. Okay, ooh, dang it, I swore, I apologize. I don't know if you heard that. I don't know if the audio came through. So here's my point, my point is, right? Fortunately, when I hit that thing, I was able to go, oh crap, I need, to, I need to slow myself down, which is what I did. I'm like, okay, think about this, Dwayne. How do I get out of this, right? And this is what I was doing. And this, is kind of, and this does relate to our, our situations. And, uh, and I went through some different ideas. I finally, you know, reversed it, hit the, had to hit the traction control button. That minute felt like about seven to 10 minutes, to be honest. So anyways, so I backed out of that, got out, checked the engine, made sure that the engine was, you know, not covered in water. It wasn't the fuse box and everything was good. 
that's when I started shaking. When I finally was safe, when I finally was at the point where like, okay, I dodged a bullet. I'm okay. My vehicle's okay. I'm not going to have to basically use my satellite to call for help for someone to come get me out of here. Um, and that's when I started shaking and I freaking had a physical reaction to it. That's what I'm talking about. That is a common thing. So if you find yourself in these scenarios and you find yourself, your divorce is finally final or something, you've hit a, you've hit a milestone and you find yourself crash and then you're starting to feel like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I shouldn't feel this way. It's, it's, it is a normal reaction. My reaction to what I just showed you was a normal reaction when I got out to basically start my hands start shaking and to be like, oh my God, I can't, I mean, I'm just like, holy crap, right? The same reaction people when they end up in a, in a high, uh, in, in a, in a, I was gonna say high conflict. I'm like a, 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 a highly traumatic experience. How when they are safe, when they're back home, when they're not in the war zone, that is when a lot of this stuff comes, comes out. And it's normal. <laughs> Dan's key says, uh, uh, I bet you checked your underwear. Uh, the under check underwear light came on, dude. Honestly, I mean, I don't think it was as bad as I thought it was. Um, when I dropped in the hole, it felt like the water came up above the door jam on the bottom. I mean, my trucks, I got a little bit of a lift on it. I got 32 inch tires, so I don't have, you know, I mean, I'm not like, you know, Mui Mondo, uh, tricked out rig. Um, I really thought that if that truck died right there, that I was going to lose my truck. Now, later, I ended up talking to somebody who a few days later had a similar problem. They literally got stuck and had to self-recover. They had to get out of their, their rig, use recovery boards, jump in the water, get it under the tires to where they were able to back out or get out. Um, luckily, I didn't have to do that. And I, so I think probably the level of threat that I thought I was experiencing wasn't, wasn't as bad as I thought, but I was like, what are you doing, Dwayne? You're, 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 you know, you, you've just gone an hour and 40 minutes down this, this slow ass, you know, one car width or one vehicle width four by four trail that towing out would be a nightmare. You know, I mean, there's no cell phone coverage, you know, I mean, I have satellite and I have radio, I have, uh, I have ham radios and I have GRMS radios and I have, uh, I have backup ways of communicating and stuff like that. So, um, Kevin says, have you, Dwayne, have you, or DSD, have you heard about the, uh, the Sarah Lawrence college cult? I have not, that actually does not ring a bell at all, but let me, uh, I will. Sarah Lawrence College Cult. Uh, the sickening story. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, I haven't heard of that. There's a documentary on it. Stolen Youth Inside the Cult at Sarah Lawrence. Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch that, man. I'm really selective of what I, what I watch and stuff now. Um, I made the mistake of watching that, that Ricky Gravas um, Afterlife show good show decent writing dark and depressing i don't like doing that type of stuff anymore I, I just i'm really careful of what i allow into uh into my uh into my life let's see 
Artemis says, oh my God, I love your road trip experiences. Joy, uh, joy, nature, love, and calmness. I am also a fan of road trips. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Looks like all the men who had a relationship with a narcissist want to be on the road for days. Yeah, and they want to be next to some place where they could just completely have peace. Yeah, and, and realistically, I can't, I'm not even going to go into it, but that I needed that trip. Some stuff happened last week where I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to, take some more time off, take myself, go to the mountains and, uh, and just chill. And I was by myself. I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. I spent the night. If you guys don't know about my, uh, how do I do this? If you don't know about my Instagram, how do you, do you, do you do Instagram slash? How do you, how do you get to someone's DSD Dwayne? What does that do if I do that? Page isn't available. Okay, so that didn't that didn't work. I, I am not. I'm trying to play more with Instagram. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, if I went uh, Instagram.com slash DSD Dwayne, that comes up with this channel. And then I post. I, I mainly am posting camping stuff. This is the, the camper that uh, my youngest and I went on that road trip and, and got. Uh, that was partly, that was the install. I just posted this. This was the install. Um, my, my, uh, my 17 year old is cocooned in the hammock. We are in hammock mode. Uh, this is whenever we got, I wonder if I can make this bigger. Yeah. So this is whenever we, uh, we got it. So these are, this is the, the main, I don't know, sales rep or whatever. This guy here actually installed it. So I'm like, Hey, I want a picture with him. I want a picture with you and I want a picture with him. And then the dog's like, I want to be in the picture. <laughs> so it was, it was a good time. We, uh, we did a, a, a really long, like almost 10 day road trip. Um, and, 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 and just know there was an underlying current, current, current of drama that it seemed like the ex and my youngest, you know, they were having some tough conversations that, uh, that did, inf did, a, uh, temporarily affect our trip. But, uh, you know, you just have to, I have, you have to be vigilant. Ooh, I tumblers, uh, says Dwayne, I did a hypnosis downloads last year and I had an interesting experience, had an out of body experience, saw my own body sleeping, my legs and my legs felt like they were floating. What's your experience? I no, I have not had that. Now, what I will tell you, uh, cause I do, you know, I, I have linked to the hypnosis downloads. I think, I think in the descriptions, I link to them when I was really struggling, when I was in my, I mean, the really dark days. I started doing the, doing the hypnosis downloads and, and I tumblers share me with the one you did because you know, you probably did one a little different than, than what I was doing at the time. Anyways, what I found is every time I would listen to one of those or like guided, it's like a guided hypnosis thing, which I thought was, I mean, to be perfectly honest, prior to this experience, if someone would have said, Oh, just do that. I would have been like, you're out of your mind. I mean, I was not into it. What I'm getting at is, is the experience I did have I tumblers is I had an emotional hit. Like when I would listen to the ones that I recommended the first time I listened to them, I had an emotional breakdown. 
and it was um, probably what I needed at the time. Not fun, you know, not a very manly thing to talk about. Like, I, like I've said before a lot on this channel, a lot of times I feel like I'm putting my man card on the table. And I do that because a lot of men hide that and won't talk about it and because it's not cool and it's wimpy and you just need to suck it up and deal with it yourself. And the reality is, is had I, how am I trying to say this? Um, I wish somebody would have been able to say, hey man, you know, kind of like what the channel does. This is what's happening. This is what you need to do. This is what will help you. And you're okay. Hang in there. Uh, I had to do that myself, and a lot of times I'm surprised that I'm here chatting with you on this channel, to be perfectly honest. So iTumblers, I would absolutely love to hear more about that experience because, I hate to say it, I would love to be able to do that. I, every once in a while, the most I've had on, on meditation type stuff is sometimes I can feel, it's weird, it's like I can, my mind will start to click into a different thing and, I can, and it, it feels bizarre but it's like my subconscious catches it. So it's like, no, you know, that's weird. And then it's like, it breaks it. It's really, it's really kind of frustrating. But uh, anyways, <laughs> Dansky says, DSD, time for a military H1 Humvee. I would, that would be pretty cool. I'm really happy with my truck though. Um, I did have, uh, okay, so let me ask you this and you guys can comment on it. I, I did have another interesting experience that I might be able to share uh, with you guys. If you're interested, say yes in the comments and I will um, attempt to figure out. I don't even see part of the problem is I don't, I'm not that good at Instagram. So it's a little tough sometimes for me to figure out how to do so. I actually had to have someone, I'm a pretty good tech guy. And I actually had to have, sit down with someone and say, could you explain this to me? Because you, I'm like, sometimes you post stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then I can never find it again. He was like, oh, that's a real. And I'm like, what? what? You know, but I said other times I can. Well, that's a story. And I'm just like, okay, you're giving me a headache. And then he was like, okay, well, this is what this is. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm trying to, oh, I got to do it in the comments. I got to find, I got to find, um, how can I do this? How can I easily do this? Let's see. Start Dwayne's camera. Hmm. Mm hmm. I got to remember. I got to remember how to do. I, I, that's good. I'm sitting here going, I'm good at technology. And here I am going like, you know, Dwayne not know how get video up. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, oh, Debbie texted me. Vigilant. Okay, cool. She helped me with that. Uh, da, da, da. Where did I? Okay, I did not put that there. I probably put it over here. Oh, and as I'm, I'm waiting on this, I, my plan, barring what may or may not happen personally for me, my plan is to... Um, is to start to do more videos and stuff. Okay, so how do I do this? Okay, I don't wanna do that because that's gonna dox me, so I need to, okay, I need to go like this. And, okay. So, I went and hung out with my local 
overland place here in town, Antelope Valley, or AV Overland. I was hanging out with him on Saturday, just shoot, shooting the breeze. Left late in the afternoon, and he sends a, a text through Instagram saying, hey, anybody available for a recovery out near my area? And I'm like, well, I'm on my way. I mean, that's I'm heading home. Yeah, sure. So we went out. Let me see if I can. These are all vertical videos, so it makes it complicated. Uh, let's see, will this one work? Yeah, so I don't know if, how well you'll see this, but but this guy and his wife got their really nice Tacoma, Toyota Tacoma with 35-inch tires, buried in the mud on a lake bed out kind of near, like 20 minutes from my, my, 25 minutes from my house. Oh, that's really loud. So he's spinning, right? So he's spinning his tires. So he, this guy, this poor guy, when we got out there, and the guy's super, super cool dude. Um, when we got out there, he and his wife had already been out there for four and a half hours. Here, let me show you this one. This one's kind of a crazy. This is his tire. It, the mud, I mean, it looks like a racing slick. I mean, I, I don't know if he put his finger in it or I did that, but I was just like, what in the world? So his tire is basically a gigantic racing slick, a 35-inch, you know, all-terrain or mud terrain, not a mud terrain, probably an all-terrain um, or hybrid terrain tire. Can't even see the tire, so I don't even know, right? So, I mean, this thing is just, he's, so, and he had collected. So while he was out there, and keep in mind, this is 110 degrees out that day. So he had collected, found all the wood he could. He got his recovery boards. He's been trying to dig this thing out in 110 degree heat for, for four, you know, for hours until he finally, I guess, you know, not I guess, until he finally was like, okay. He posted saying, I need help. Anybody in the area, I need help. Now, the group I was with, basically it was the owner of the store, myself, and another guy that came out that came out from, from my area. I, I mean, I was the closest one, and those other guys came out. There was also th four other guys in route coming from an hour away to help this guy. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got I to gotta hit this. Uh, Dansky says, that looks like a Toyota Stuckoma. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell Johnny that one. That was hilarious. You guys are a hoot, man. I miss doing these. I miss hanging out with you guys. Uh, yeah, oh, that's a good idea. I've seen people do that. Uh, Tiffany says, DSD, the rubber mats, rubber car mats uh, can sometimes give you extra traction. Yeah, and a pinch, he was, he was hosed. He, he, and that, was, at, that mud was so bad that when we were standing there, we were sinking into it. I still have mud on my shoes I haven't been able to get off from this, from this, from this experience. Oh, let me show you. But but here's the cool part. Let me show you this one. Uh, where is it? Um, there was one where. Let me see if I can find the first. The first poll. Okay, that's a different video. Is it this one? Let me see. Is that a picture or? Okay, that's a guy coming up. Okay, so. All right, let me do this. Oh, and let me know, can you guys hear the audio when I play this or is it not? I don't, I don't know if I have it routed correctly. So there's me and my truck. 
with my puny little 32 inch tires. There's the other guy. God, that is way loud. I'm going to turn. The, oh, I can turn it down here. Uh, I think I don't, I think you guys can hear this. I'm not entirely sure. So this is the first pull. I have my 20 foot kinetic rope. You know me, I'm all about helping people, right? I do it here and I do it there. So, and look at, boom, barely moves. I do three pulls and he doesn't come out. Then we switch to a winch and then ultimately I, I get him out. So check this out. This is kind of cool. And then boom. So I think a few more pulls and we would have got him out, got him out on that. So I'll go ahead and let this one play. Oh, and, and that is just so you guys know. So that is, um, I'm using a kinetic rope. It's like a big rubber band. It's 20 foot. It's rated for these, this size of vehicle. So do not do that with the toe strap because, and do not do it on a toe ball, toe ball because you can kill someone because it's not rated for that type of stuff. It'll shear the ball off and launch it back either at the tow vehicle or the other vehicle. Um, and then let me show you the exciting part where we get them out. Uh, hold on. I think it's this one. So this is the guy that's in there. He's also videoing me. Um, I think you'll, you'll notice that I have a bigger, I have two toe straps now. So the guys from uh, an hour away came. So now you got my 20 foot rope and his 30 foot rope. And we finally pull him out and I just, dra I drag him to safety. <laughs> this guy and his wife are really cool, really cool people. And, uh, and we, we told him, it's like, dude, you know, you got to be careful out here. The heat, you can die from this stuff. And he felt it caught up to him a couple days later. Anyways, thank you for indulging me. Uh, if you could let me know in the comments or in the, in the live chat, whether you, uh, you thought that was cool or it's like, you know, Dwayne, I'm not here to watch this. I don't want to see that. If I wanted to see that, I would go to your other channel. Then just let me know. I still like Dan's comment of that. That looks like a Toyota Stuckoma. <laughs> that's awesome uh let's see uh rubber mats okay i mentioned that one tiffany also says she they have jeeps and they sell car parts yes they do i tell her says dsc thanks for sharing i did the perfect partners hypno oh perfect partners hypnosis downloads packet of three recordings it was a very weird experience and i saw a perspective a positive effect on myself afterwards. Thank you again. Hey, and that was from the ones I, that's from the company I recommend, right? Hypnosis downloads, um, right? That, that is cool, man. I'm gonna have to check it out. Oh, Debbie Hayes jumped on, says cool video. Uh, I know it felt great to get that guy pulled out. Yeah, you know what's so funny is um, I was gonna go to the mountains again, uh, but what happened is uh, the guy who owns that that store was like, "Hey, my plans fell through. Fell through, so I'm going to be in town. I'm going to be at the store. You know, come on by and say hello." And I'm like, "You know what? I haven't seen him in a little bit. I'm going to do that. I'm just going to drive down. I'll grab a coffee. I'll hang out, say hello. We'll talk. You know, we'll talk camping and overlanding. And I wanted to pick his brain on some stuff. And it was it was cool." <laughs> 
Was he a narcissist? Pepe, what do you mean, was he a narcissist? You talking about the, the guy we helped? No, the guy's cool. The guy is super cool. Um, and he has a really great channel. If you guys are into that, it's uh, Johnny Taco Outdoors. And he makes really good content. I'm actually, um, we're trying to set up a trip for all the people that recovered, help get him out to go on a camping trip. So hopefully that'll happen soonish. And I have uh, some other things I'm going to probably do with him. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. So Dan says, that's what life is about. Helping good people, building relationships and laughing. I know it's so crazy. It was like one of those things where it's like, you know, I just happened to be in town. I mean, I happened to not leave town, I guess is a better way to put it. And then it was just like everything lined up. I mean, it was like, I mean, I will tell you when I got the call, I was like, hey, I got to eat some because I haven't eaten all day and I need to get some water and I need to get some gas. But I am so glad I went because the, I mean, e even with not how cool this guy is, just the experience was awesome. I left that even though it was really hot and, you know, I, you know, the guy who owns the other shop, there was a few times where he's like, Dwayne, get in your truck and drink water. Here's some water. Get out, get out, get out of the sun, dude. You're not you know, you're not doing well. And he's right. I mean, if I would have been that guy, you know, if I would have been the guy that got stuck and was out there for five hours, that could have easily been a medical emergency for me. Um, it was probably close to being in a medical emergency for them. And then what happened with the guys from uh, the hour away is they saw we were coming out and they were concerned that we might not be up to the task and they came out to support. So when we had the guy who had the big long rope, the big green rope, the bigger rope that's for pulling out semis. Um, he came up and he asked Chris, he's like, Hey, I have three other guys rolling. Do, uh, are we good? And they thought they were going to be recovering. <laughs> they thought they were going to be recovering the Tacoma. Uh, the other guy had a van and, and recovering me. So they were, they were coming out in force, a super awesome guys all the way around. Um, nobody even want, I mean, the guy who got recovered was like, Hey, let me throw you some money. And everybody was like, Nope, we're just glad to be, you know, it's like good karma. It was really, a, it was an, it was an awesome experience. And I was really glad I got to participate. Um, I did have the smallest truck that was out there with the smallest tires and everything. That was kind of funny. The smallest rope. It was hilarious. James buddy. Hey, DSD. I caught the live. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. Uh, the earlier topic, um, I think of maybe of some interest to you. So later, whenever it replays, check it out. David Gordon says it's not all gloom. Sorry. It's not all doom and gloom. I think sharing is good for the soul Char uh, changes it up a bit. Yeah, I think so too. I appreciate that. Uh, uh Debbie says, Hey there, DSD peeps. Oh, just saying hi to everybody. Pepe said, did the guy who got stuck have water? Yes, he did have water. Whoops. Um, so they were okay other than they had just been out in the sun for hours, right? And, and he was trying to dig out. He was, you know, he had a shovel, a trenching tool. He was trying, I mean, he was really busting his ass. I think from talking to him, if I remember correctly, he had been out there for a couple of hours, like maybe at the three-hour mark is whenever he said, okay. And he posted, um, luckily, he, thank God for him. I mean, he had satellite stuff, so he could have texted for help. But fortunately, good cell phone coverage in that area. 
So he was actually able to post a video, uh, you know, a reel or whatever you call it on a couple of platforms saying, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm stuck. I need help. Can someone come help me out? And uh, I mean, it took a while. I mean, from the time he did that, it still took probably a good 45 minutes for someone to get out to him. But uh, but yeah, so no, he did have water. Um, I I bought a gallon of water and then the guy I was that that I was following out there. He had an ice chest full of water. Uh, Dansky says, DSD, you appreciate the little gestures from genuine people when you travel down Hell's Road and deal with these people. Yeah. No, that's, that, that is absolutely true. Uh, oh, David Gordon says, how, how hot was it? It was 110. 110 with, I think, 6%, per, uh, maybe 6% humidity. It was it was. It was really hot. It was really hot. I've actually on my on my camper thing that's all black. I've actually well, I wouldn't say burned my hand because I pulled it away, but uh, that gets painfully hot. Um, I finally bought a set of gloves and I'm keeping in the cab of the truck so that in this type of environment, whenever I need to open and close the back, I mean, of my camper thing that um, I have something to protect myself because I almost hurt myself the other day. So yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a unique experience. Oh, I know what I wanted to show you guys. One last thing to stay on this little topic. I was like, afterwards, I was like, Hey, uh, let me do an auto adjustment. Well, that didn't help much. I said, I want a picture. Let's see, how do I do this? How do I do this? Do I double click? No, I don't double click. So I'll do it this way. So um, this was, oh, okay. So so there you got, uh, this was the guy who, if, I don't know if you can see my mouse. The left vehicle is the guy who owns the store, which is this guy. And then you have my little, my little, my little cute little truck. And there's me. As you can see, I'm a moron because uh, I wear my normal, my normal Dwayne uniform, which is, which is either jeans and a black t-shirt or a black polo <laughs> or shorts and a black shirt. Not a good idea when it's 110 degrees out. Um, this guy and his, and his daughter was in this Ford, Ford uh, F-150. He's the one with the winch. So he came out and then this is Johnny Taco and that's his Tacoma uh, that was out there. His wife is the one and she took the picture for us. So I'm like, no, nah. and I didn't know. I didn't know. I've actually, I'm kind of developing or a f whatever a relationship friendship with uh with johnny and uh um i th i think but i i didn't know right i'm like you know what i don't care i want to have a memory of this and guys i mean i know this is kind of tying this back into the normal stuff when you have something good happen do something to remember it you know just because so often it's so easy for stuff to get lost uh, David says, "Oh my goodness, yeah, it was. It's 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 out here. I mean, it's it's legit out here." And I told, I I mean, I told uh, Johnny, I'm like, dude, you know, you people die in this, right? I mean, you're young and stuff like that, but I mean, you know, heat stroke is real. Being out on a lake bed for four and a half, five hours is is you know, I mean, that's it's not good. Lucky get, luckily they had water. He had ways to do shade and stuff like that. But I mean, he was trying to work for a while. I told him, I mean, where I work out here, 
On days like that, we have what we call black flag days. And when we go black flag, what happens is they make an announcement that says you can only work 15 minutes outside and then you have to go inside and rest for 45 minutes. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's serious. Dansky says, to all the people who are not able to find joy in anything right now, this is just proof that things do get better. Better days ahead. Never give up. Dan, thank you so much for saying that because that is spot on. And I'll tell you, there was a period of time. I mean, I know people who've been watching the channel know this, but there was a period of time where I didn't know if that was true. I didn't believe it. I didn't think there was going to be a time where I was going to be able to get out of this nightmare. Tiffany celebrates 33 months of membership. Hit that like button. Keep trucking, everyone. Thank you so much for being a member for, for, for so long. I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, and James says, man, I need to buy a truck, but I can't. X would be not happy. It's a shame that we have to live that way. Oh, speaking of that, <clears throat> interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. When I got my truck, I had every intention of just never, you know, basically keeping it in the garage, not showing it and whatever. And I, that was the, one of the very few things that I said to the kids, please do not tell your mom or anybody about my truck. They don't need to know. Just, just don't say anything. And then a few weeks later, hold on, let me get this comment off the screen. A few weeks later, my, one of my kids says to me, mommy doesn't care that you got a truck. She thought it was cool and happy for you. And I was like, oh, no. No. And as, as I knew would happen, that information went out, and I started getting hate mail from various places, from various people, you know, basically saying, you're a scumbag. Why don't, you know, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And, uh... I was really bummed because I had no intention of, uh, of public publicizing it. I was just going to make sure that anytime the kids were dropped off, it would just be in the garage, door closed. And then after that, I'm like, well, cat's out of the bag. I guess it doesn't matter. Um, but I paid. I, I have paid for that, uh, that um, you know, basically, you know, like what, what James was saying, the, the ex would be mad. So, I mean... Here, here's the thing, guys. If your ex feels like, or let me back up. If you're the toxic person in your life, whomever that might be, whether that is your ex, whether that is your brother, your dad, your mother, uh, somebody at work. If anyone thinks that you're skipping a little beat and gotten a little, 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 uh, you know, little... I don't know what the right word is, you know, but, you know, your life is turning around. They hate that. How dare you? How dare you have a life and, and be able to escape this? And they will try to find some way to blow everything up in your face to make sure that they bring you back down to reality. So, anyways, so just, just remember that. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, t- uh, Debbie says, good point. And also helping others gets our minds off of the negative. Yeah. That was a good day. I mean, that was a pretty cool day. Um, oh, and on that, just, just to throw this out here, if you guys are interested, let me, uh, let me see. How do, I, how do I do this? So I am going to go, I'll go to YouTube. I'll go to YouTube. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go here and I'm going to go to Johnny J. Oh, Juliet, Oscar, November, November, Yankee, Taco, Tango, Alpha, Charlie, Oscar, Outdoors. That's the channel. He, uh, put, he did a trailer um, on it. I would inc- and, and next Wednesday, no, not next Wednesday, on the 6th, on Sunday morning, he is going to drop the video of this experience to include the recovery, and then there'll be better video um, and stuff like that of it. Uh, I would encourage, if, if you guys are at all interested in this, I would encourage you to check it out. Uh, if you're not interested in it, I would encourage you to watch this, what is it, a minute video? The 58 second video off his thing just to help drive some traffic over to him. Uh, he does an outstanding job of putting these videos together. And I've already talked to him and I said, dude, what you're doing, I've been wanting to try to figure out. I would love to have an opportunity just to kind of be the fly on the wall watching you record and how you, what your process is because he's making videos that I want to make on my other channel. And then what I, what my hope is for all you guys, for the, for the, for the ones of people that are hanging out with us tonight, what are what, the 38, the 38 people that are currently with us right now, right now, my plan, my plan is this, my plan, my aggressive plan is every week I'm going to get in my truck and I'm going to go someplace and I'm going to camp and I'm going to make, I'm going to make a camping video. And then while I'm also there, I'm going to make a DSD video, like one of my little fireside chats, hopefully next to a fire or maybe even a river. But that's what my hope is. That's what I'm, that is what I am intending to do. So if you guys can, I know we're going back to this show Johnny Taco some love. Uh, Help me help him want to help me. I want to appreciate that. He's, he's a hoot. His wife's cool. Um, I've, uh, I've really enjoyed his, just his personality is kind of funny. I hope, hopefully you guys like, like it. I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, oh, I scrolled down. Okay. Oh, this is good. Dan Ski says anything you have, joy in becomes an issue. Yes, true. Make sure you smile even bigger. Just not in front of them. Let your, this was hard for me. This was really hard for me because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be careful how I say this. I'm not, you know, even if I'm down, I'm going to pretend like I'm not just because I want that garbage human to know that they're not getting to me. But what I quickly realized is every time I did that, things got worse. Either the attacks were coming at me or they were coming at the kids. So I finally was like, you know what? And I know you guys heard me say this before, but this is why. If I allow the ex to think I'm an angry, bitter, 
miserable person and she thinks and feels, ha ha, I have my narcissistic supply because I've made his life miserable. Um, I don't care. She can think whatever that, whatever she wants to just leave me alone. So if I get to give her the satisfaction that she thinks she's won, okay, I don't care. So I smile away from her and I try not to, uh, you know, whatever. So anyways, yeah. James Stripes. Oh no. Oh, a little razzle dazzle. Okay. That's what, so James says a little razzle dazzle. I didn't get the reference and Dansky says Stripes, man, I haven't seen that movie in forever. David says uh, their reality isn't real. Just helps keep us focused on being real and self-healing. Absolutely. Uh, Trina, 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 I know I'm messing up your name. I apologize. Trina says, put giant smiles on your truck and one with a clown face with <laughs> clown face with clown saying, uh, I don't do do-overs with <laughs> dumb, dumb people and, uh, and crows <laughs> or crowns. Sorry. Uh, it's my my. It's kind of in a blurry part of my vision. Uh, David says, uh, "Sad shame. We can't enjoy anything if the ex finds out." Unfortunately, that is true. <clears throat> you got to be careful that you don't allow that to, because that that thought process will drag you down, and it used to drag me down. Um, so and I, you've probably heard me say that before. Sage says, "Yay for camping videos." Speaking of that, if you guys have not subscribed to my, my cute little camping channel. It's, uh, it's uh, what is it? At Dusty Road Destinations, I think on YouTube. Yeah, Dusty Road Destinations, DRD. Y you can see how creative I am. And, oh wow, it looks like I might have one extra subscriber, woohoo. So this is my little camping channel that uh, I'm trying to get better at making videos on. So if you want to watch my, my, uh, my adventures, uh, then, oh, look, I, I screwed something else up over here. I must have scrolled down. Yeah, I did. Okay. And I'm scrolling over there. Jeez, I'm just creating all kinds of problems. I need to figure out how to lock. The, oh, I need to figure out how to lock that so I don't do that. Anyways, um, yeah, so please, uh, you know, subscribe. Uh, like and watch the videos. Um, I'm going to try to make them, you know, entertaining and, and stuff like that. I'm trying to learn how to make better videos. So, uh, and I, and I, and I know that I feel, I know it, I, I know it feels like I've kind of just disappeared off of this channel. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening. Um, I know I told you a lot of you guys I've mentioned, you know, I had a, I had some work issues come up then I had some home issues come up where they might've mo moved me. Then I had, well, that was before that. And then I had a new boss. Then I had um, the ex finally found out about the channel. There's a whole story about that that I only a few people know about. I'm not going to go into detail right now. You know, and it's just like one after one, some things kept happening that have just kind of really delayed some things. And there's some stuff that's recently happened to me personally or privately or whatever that where I am, I'm kind of like, okay, so what can I do to minimize my risk on some other things that are going on? So, but I'm going to, but my goal is to, uh, I mean, I'm close to being on the other side of this. There's some things that might make it last a little longer, uh, that I have to deal with. Um, but, uh, I'm close, I'm close to the other side and I, and I'm looking forward to basically folk not having to 
not do things because I'm worried about the repercussions of it, if that makes sense. I know I'm talking in, in code, so I apologize for that. So, um, oh, double, James, make it a double whammy, fires whilst near a river. And I was there last Wednesday. That's where I was. I was, uh, um, and I could have, if I would have brought wood, made a fire. I wasn't sure, but I did have a fire can. Um, you may have seen on my Facebook thing where I had a picture of that. That was really relaxing. Uh, David says, but we find a way good to put smiles on faces as well. Absolutely. Debbie says, uh, good goals, DSD, uh, every once, twice a month. Cool. Anytime you can. <laughs> I know. She's like, wait a minute. Uh, hello. We still have to do things. <laughs> so what I'm planning on is like maybe even just going out Wednesday or not Wednesday, like Friday night. And then even, even if I go Friday night and then come back Saturday or Sunday morning. So, but I'm, I've been waiting to be able to do this for a long time. Uh, Trina says, be the warrior, not the victim. Absolutely. Victims. Okay. I, I understand that there is a phase. There is a period of time that we go through this where we're like, oh my God, I'm a victim. Holy crap. This, this stuff was real. Stay in that mode for just a little bit of time, a little bit of validation, validate that your experience is real. And then you have to, if you want to take your life back, you have to set the victim status to the side and start working to rebuild your life. I've seen so many people, not really on my channel, so I mean, you guys are, are putting in the work, um, but I've seen so many people who get stuck in that victim status and it's like a badge of honor. They don't want to leave it. I was like, I don't want to be this way. I don't want to be having these conversations, not this conversation, but I don't want to be having these feelings and telling the same story 10, 15, 20 years from now. And I've seen people do that. Oh, Pepe, DSD, you need an AEV, or AEV prospector on 40s. <laughs> AEV makes some nice stuff. And dude, 40s would be nice. I was happy to be able to eke 32s on my truck. And when I was talking to the guys, they're like, if you, you could, if you don't drive off road and you're just going to drive on the pavement, we could put 33s on your truck. But without a lot of upgrades, and I didn't do a lot of upgrades, that, that whole thing wasn't very expensive. The guy really, the guys at four wheel parts really, uh, really took care of me. Um, DSTI was, uh, James says, DSTI was referring to someone or something good like buying a truck and them seeing it. Yeah, I kind of already talked about that. But yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about as well. A narcissism, a narcissism abuse survivor. I always have a hard time with that. Good to see you on, man. I think you just popped on. It says, e uh, easier said than done, but it's easier to forgive than to hold anger. It, it's, I I agree with you, but for me, it was easy to hold on to the anger and it was hard for me to let the anger go. Um, oh, that's what you're saying. Easier said than done, but it's easy. Yeah, in the long term, it's easier to let it go because the anger will just destroy you. Dansky, <laughs> this is hilarious. DSD, dad survives desert. I think I think I would just destroy this channel if I completely rebranded re it and one day it was just what the other channel was. So 
Uh, but that's hilarious. I had actually thought about that, but I'm not going to do that. That's funny though. Uh, Tiffany says creative moment, uh, creativity, creative, creative, sorry, creative sometimes mean having a consistent theme. Creative sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, Pepe says, funny you mentioned this. I sent my kids a picture of a sport bike in my parking lot of my building that I had years ago. I even text this is what I used to have back in the day. Ten minutes later, hate text. How dare you buy a bike? The kids need the kids need bread and milk and you bought a bike. Yeah, I'm sure that's probably what you dealt with. Yeah, how, how dare you even have a good memory? Uh, Dansky says, DSC, gla uh, we're glad you're, wait, wait, God dang it. We're glad you're here. No need to explain. Thank you. Oh, okay. Th thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, David says, now after years, when you're almost done paying, she finds out about the channel. Hmm. What is, uh, what is she up to? Okay. The only thing I'll say is her ex-boyfriend was looking for information on what he was dealing with and he found my channel. And then just the short version of it is he shortly passed away after that. And so it's, it's a complicated story. Tiffany says, grow from victim to survivor. Absolutely. Hey, Anna. Anna says, I agree to what Tiffany was saying, I think. Uh, <laughs> Pepe says, I bet she comments under a troll account. No, I, honestly, I don't think. I think she gets supply that she thinks that I'm this angry, bitter person that talks about her all the time. Um, but I have too many, I have 1500 videos. I mean, she's not going to watch those. You know, she's probably maybe looked at a little bit, but I do not, I don't even think she has a troll account. Um, I could be wrong. If, but well, the reality is this. Here, here's the thing. If, if that was the case and she had a troll account and other people were trolls, I would have comments talking about what a piece of crap I am in, in the thing. And, and this, this live stream is completely open. It's not limited to, to uh, channel members or anything like, or not members, but it's not limited to channel subscribers. I actually turned that off when I started this. <coughs> Excuse me. So if that was the case, I would have people in here trolling. And I, and I know the moderators would, if that did happen, would take care of it. But I have not seen that today. So I do not, I do not think that is actually the, hap the, the thing. Artemis says, these B BPDs, MPD, toxic Xs remind me of this Terminator quote. Quote, it can't be reasoned with, it doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear, and it absolutely will not stop ever until you are deleted. Okay, my acting career is going to suck. I was trying to put some emotion into that. You guys have to let me know how I did. Uh, Pepe says, my ex was a T2000. Everyone liked that. That's cool, Hardimus. Tiffany laughed at that. I thought that was cool. Good, good quote, Hardimus. Pretty appreciate that. Aparna, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Says, hey, Dwayne, uh, how are you doing? You're live after a very long time. I have not been live. I do. I have probably done maybe three or four live streams probably in the last eight months. Uh, oh, yeah, David's just commenting. He says, holy cow, enough said. And uh, I hope she doesn't want anything from you. No, she just wants me to be miserable. That's all. That is all. That is all. All right. Are we? Oh, my God. We went over an hour. All right. We haven't done an hour in a long time. Okay. So I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, I will probably hit my member button just to see if it actually works because I want to thank the members that do support the channel. Um, sorry for that. Anyways, uh, sorry about that. 
make sure you check out the podcast version of this over on Spotify. It's uh, Break the Cycle with DSD over on Spotify, and you can also find it on iTunes, the podcast, Google Play. You know, pretty much it's repositoried out everywhere. So uh, I would appreciate that. And on that, if I can hit my buttons correctly, that did not do anything. That was wrong. There we go. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with me. I missed doing these. Thank you so much. I do want to uh, hit the button, and hopefully that did not work. Um, this one. Thank you so much for all the channel members who have continued to support me throughout the years, even with all this drama that's happened in the last year. I really do appreciate it. You guys help keep the lights on and, and uh, you know, make me not forget about this thing. And it means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. Don't let these people drag you down. Don't fall for the traps. All right, take care.